the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Blue Throne's new partnership model just received an $85 million credit line and now allows you, app creators, with product market fit to stay in the game and not sell your entire business. And you still get to enjoy the excitement of scaling through Blue Throne's advanced SDK technology, publishing network, and their specialized scale team. Look, growing your app beyond a certain point all by yourself is almost impossible. Trust me, I've scaled a lot faster by teaming up with others. Because your beloved baby, your app, must mature and transform into a company. Blue Throne's new partnership model is better than any VC investment because it gives you cash in hand, your life back, and the right to see your app adopted by millions while making millions. Learn more by going to bluethrone.io. That once again is bluethrone.io. Got an app idea that you think will be the next unicorn, but you don't know what to do next? Well, with more than 15 years of experience creating software, b7dev.com can help you out. Schedule a free one-hour call by going to b7dev and let them know that Steve sent you. That, once again, is b7dev.com. Happy Friday. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young. And in this very video, we're going to, you're going to discover and we're going to uncover together the ASO framework that today's guest actually charges $7,500 for. That's close to $8,000. It's the exact framework that she uses to help her clients and teach her students how to grow downloads using ASO. Who is this person? Her name is Sharon Torton. She is the CEO, CEO and founder of the ASO Academy. She's an independent ASO consultant, the VP of Organic Growth at MoBurst. She's worked on apps including Bumble, Dropbox, iFit, Fetch Rewards, all the big guys. And she's here to share everything she knows with us. So get ready. Let's go. Thanks, you. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Super excited to have you on. We did we do pre we do prep work now before, and these strategies you're about to uncover was amazing. So Sharon, I'm gonna give you the stage. I'm gonna back off a little bit. Share with us your ASO framework. Awesome. Okay, great to be here. Let me share my screen. Okay. We will get it. There we go. You guys can, if you want to learn more about Sharon, all the links are in the YouTube description or in your favorite podcast app as well. All right, Sharon. Okay. Ooh, pretty. So uh, let's get started with it. But before we start, let's talk a little bit about ASO and how can anyone learn ASO. So I 
was taught how to actually do ASO by a guy who did, like an indie developer, who did a lot of apps at the time when reskinning was very big. So yeah. that's when I first learned and I was basically just, I really wanted a job online. I worked as a, in education before. So he was like, come here, I'll teach you everything. This is how I learned ASO. And I think most people, like this is the way that they learn it. They just stumble upon a person who knows how to do ASO and, and they teach it, teach them. Now, I think at this point, it's time that someone would take everything. And I, I see many companies do it, but out of a company perspective, not from a professional perspective, someone who would actually get, want to get into this field from nothing. Uh, so this is what I'm trying to do, to bring on new people into this field teaching them everything from the bottom to the top, like A to Z, everything about ASO. So this is the framework, and this is what I basically charge $7,500 for. Um, so yeah, that's basically it. So let's get on with it. The framework. So the when I break it down, basically, this is, I think, not very different than other ASO frameworks. We all know keyword optimization, creative optimization, and localization. Something that is very important, that is very often uh, forgotten, is that actually there is all those install sources that affect organic traffic that we forget to analyze. So this is basically the first step. The first step in any ASO strategy is to look at what is there already. So we look at all the install sources. In a minute, we will uh, break it down. And only after we've analyzed the, the different sources, only then we start analyzing keywords, creative optimization, localization. Obviously, there's a lot to all of it. I teach it in over 50 hours, <laughs> so I'll try to break it down to as simple and easy as possible. Cool, so, awesome. Install sources analysis, okay. Um, okay, so let's, okay, let's see what, basically what do we want to do with ASO, the, the general idea. Number one is we want to increase visibility, right? So we want to increase impressions, and with impressions, installs will grow. Right. The second thing that we want to do is to improve conversion rates. So basically, even when impressions stay the same, the installs will grow because of the ratio between impressions and installs. And when we do both, this is when we can create an exponential growth, right? improve both conversion rate and visibility. And this is how we create the exponential growth. Now, when we take this idea and we do it at each location, this is how we create massive growth. So improving visibility, improving conversion rate, and then doing it in every specific country. So this is this is our main goal, let's say. This is where we want to go. Okay, so let's begin with sources analysis. So I divide the, the install sources into five, well, we can say eight, but let's begin. The first one, obviously, is uh, search. I don't, I don't think I need to explain what search is, uh, <laughs> but search as a type, as organic install. Um, not as a source that we see. We will talk about it. Not as a source, but OK, this is the first. Second one is browse or explore. Uh, so everything, mm -hmm. everything in the app that is not search, basically. 
media, so paid ads or any campaign that is not coming from uh, organically. Google, Google search is often uh, not looked at. Word of mouth, that's a big one. Links or digital assets, let's say the app website or social media pages and returning users, right? Mm. Now, I call these ones referrals. So this is why it's five, but yeah, maybe I should just call it seven. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> when we look in the consoles, we don't see all of these. We basically just see search, browse. So if it's the, the iOS, we would see search, browse, and then app refers and web refers, right? And then institutional purchase, but let's not go there. <laughs> um, so we would only see a part of where all installs can come from, right? I cannot see that word of mouth is big, but this is something that, well, I think one of the biggest challenges in ASO is measurement. I think it's in order to see what truly counts from organic or where does it come from? What made the difference? Was it a keyword, a keyword ranking? Was it word of mouth? Was it media that just increased my uh, my branded installs that actually brought me? It, like, it's very difficult. The first thing I want to do is to see what are the possible sources so that I can rule out by uh, cross, like looking at the different data points in order to see what happened, really. So this is basically the first step that I want to see. What's what's going on in each of these sources? Okay. Yeah, basically, like this is what we see. Search, this is for Google Play, search, exploit, third-party referrals, and we would need to put these five into each one. That's a, I can talk an hour about how to do this. <laughs> okay. Continue uh, to, to look at each source. So... Starting with search, I think this is, I, I would not say too much about it because I think this is the one that everyone is talking about way too much. The way to improve it when it comes to ASO is keyword research, initial recommendations, performance tracking, monthly keyword tweaking. Yeah, that's, I think you can find 1 million people talking about that. I have my own way of doing it, but let's just continue because it's boring. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I like it. Okay. Which text are indexed? Yeah, not so interesting for us uh, right now. So let's talk about Browse and Explore. So many times when people talk about Browse or Explore, we, we talk about getting featured. So that's one thing uh, It is very big. And there are things that we can do to improve our um, chances of getting featured. The first most important one is actually asking to get featured. <laughs> Uh, which is mostly, I think, many many developers forget about. Um, yes. But there, it's not just the featuring when it comes to the Explore. So let's see what's going on here. So featuring is we, we can appear in stories, in collections, in similar apps, in category ranking. In yeah, in this is this is not featuring, but category ranking. The higher we get ranked, the more browse traffic we get or explore traffic, just because when people scroll through, you know, collections, they would find us. So this is where we get explore traffic from. Now, there's like a variety of things that we can do in order to improve this source. 
one is getting featured, we can change category to a less, uh, a less competitive one so that we can appear a little bit higher and get more, uh, more visibility there. Obviously, we always want to reduce crashes. Uh, we, I saw a really big uh, correlation between crashes and decreased visibility, always. The, usually, if I see decreased visibility, that, and I did not change anything in the metadata, or it's usually crashes. So this is very important to remember. Um, we obviously want to get better ratings. We want to add relevant tags on Google Play. They affect only browse traffic, not search traffic. And we want to localize the app. The more countries we are localized to, the better our browse traffic would be. Um, also, it would be easier to get featured because they like when apps are localized. Um, so this is basically when it comes to browse and explore traffic, this is uh, these are the things that we can do in order to, to improve it. Another thing that we can do, well, I find a very big correlation between media traffic and explore traffic. So the more media we drive to the app, we will get also browse traffic and search traffic, but we will talk about it. And when we talk about the spike method, uh, I think we'll talk a little bit more about the media. Oh, there it is. <laughs> that's, that's the next one. Exactly right there. Cool. So when it comes to media, uh, we can talk a lot about media. There are a lot of different media sources, but in relations to ASO, in relations to organic traffic, let's talk about how media improves uh, organic installs. So the first thing that media does is when we run ads, we get more branded installs. So just so these are the people who saw our ads, and then they would come to the app store and look for us, and they didn't click, right? So this is basically untracked media traffic. Okay, so that's one. Uh, the second thing is one of the factors which affect rankings is total number of installs. So the more ads we run, the more installs we would get to our app, uh, the better our ranking would be. We'll talk about this in a second. Um, category rankings are affected solely by the amount of installs that the app gets. So just by running media, it's, it's so stupid that even if we run bots, <laughs> it would get increased. Yeah, just so you know, well, I don't do bots, but <laughs> I've done some <laughs> black hat in the past. It's just the number of installs would improve your category ranking. There is nothing else to it. Um, and then the data that we get from specifically Apple search ads and Google ads can really support our, uh, our ASO strategy when it comes to keywords. So with Apple search ads, we can see conversion rate by keyword. We can see how many the keywords that we get lower CPI for, it means that the App Store uh, also correlates between our app and the keyword. So we definitely want to use it in our uh, keywords in, in our metadata. So that's big. Um, it, it can also, uh, when we talk about uh, calculating keyword installs for uh, iOS, then we would go back to the Apple search as data. Um, 
with Google Ads keyword data, I don't know if you know this, but in in the Google Play Console, there's a, a, a place where you see obviously keyword per install, install per keyword data. And you would get some keywords there that you're not even ranked for. Nowhere in the world. Why? Mm. Because that's Google Ads. So the more Google Ads we run, Google Ads appear on the search, uh, also on the search, in many other placements as well, but also on the search. So this is tracked as search traffic. And it's another reason why ASO is difficult to measure because search itself is mixed. It's both Google right. Ads and search. It's the same for iOS. Um, but well, hey, Sharon, yes. I think Google, I could be, I'm not 100% the confident in this, but I think Google changed that. So it used to be Google ads because we have one client where we're running a lot of Google ads on. Mm -hmm. And I think they recently switched it to third party. So it used to all be under search. And then like about two, a few weeks ago, they switched it under third party. Wow. All your Google ads are now under third party. Just FYI. Awesome. That's great to know. The, I didn't know the keywords from Google ads too. That's a great suggestion. I like yeah. that one. Yeah. Nice. Uh, that's good to know that they switched the, the measurement. Before it was also, I don't know if they still do it. It was both search and explore. And I think it was also third yeah. party. But maybe now it's only third party, which I I, I hope you are right because it's going to make our lives much easier. <laughs> I can double check. Here, I'll double check yeah. while you're awesome. talking. No, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so this is basically, let's say, the, the media effect over organic installs. Um, okay, let's talk about the spike method. The spike method is a method that we, and it, it would give us a little bit insight into how media affects keyword rankings. Um, okay, let's go into it. So what is the spike method? We would use a very short, very strong media campaign. Just run it sometimes even two, three days is enough uh, to get the keywords to rank. And then we would stop the campaign. We would still get the rankings and we would get more install. Okay, so let, let's break it down a little bit. Okay, so let's say we, we looked at the app, we gave it all the right keywords, uh, we uh, we put everything in the metadata, we implemented it, and now we are ranked, everything is ranked between like 70, 90, 80, so we're not getting any installs from these new keywords that we, we just put, right? Right. We wait a little bit, because we always want to wait in ASO, but nothing changes mm. much, right? So still no installs. Okay, then what we do is we run a really strong media campaign. And what will happen is that all of our keywords are going to improve in rankings, organic, organic rankings. And uh, we are also going to get some rankings for new keywords that we were not ranked for before. Just because we are starting a very, very strong uh, media campaign, right? Then after two to three days, we stop it. And what will happen is this, okay. We will lose some keywords. Some keywords will decrease a little bit, but we, we are still way better than we started and we are getting organic installs. So what it looks like on the 
install side is this. This is like without ASO. If we don't have any keywords in, let's say we don't have any keywords in the metadata, just literally the name of the app and that's it. We would make an, a, a campaign. We would get less uh, amount of installs during the campaign. And then we would just go back to where we started, same place, right? But if we have the keywords in, we have the correct keyword and we did ASO, right? During the campaign, we're going to get much more installs because we have rankings, better rankings. And then when we stop it, we started from here. Now we are going to get way more installs after the campaign. So that's the spike method. I've seen apps where they increase before and after four times the amount of installs they got before. Wow. It's, yeah. Mainly apps that have a social feature in them because that's really also helps with the word of mouth, helps the rankings. So social feature, I know that there's one app that is social that we are looking at today. So remember this method, it's very strong. So is your, yeah. What is your questions on the spike method? I absolutely love it. And we've used, we've seen something similar too. And I love the charts that you have. What is your favorite media channel for the spike method? Is it Facebook, TikTok? What, what is it? I've tried it with Facebook, but mm -hmm. I think that the best one should be TikTok. <laughs> okay. Love that. Completely agree these days. And we have actually seen, I can say firsthand, we've seen a TikTok influencer share our app for free, our client's app, and we've seen similar results. Even the branded search. So just so you guys know while we're on the spike method, the, the TikTok influencer, when she shared it, we got a lot of search downloads. People are searching for that brand. And I think it speaks volume to one, having a brand. And two, if you're going to run TikTok, understand that there's a majority of people that are just going to search for something. So if you're not number one for whatever term you're trying to go after, right, you're, you're going to help your competitors. So just be careful on that end. And then two, what kind of budget and how many downloads do you think we need to do the spike method? Now, obviously, it's going to depend on the app, but like, what would you gauge, generally speaking? Game. Yeah, I would say at least, let's say, well, it depends on how big the app is. When I did it, it was with a fairly small app and it was about, so it was about, let's say, 100 installs per day. And then we would jump it to 25 to 30 times that. <laughs> so wow. for two, three days. And then we got four times the amount of installs. Wow. So it needs to be significant in order to work. Okay. Um, when, when the installs are bigger, maybe five, six times, six times would do the difference. But, uh, but especially when you're small, you want to do it as much as possible. The, the higher the spike is, um, the, the more chances it has to work. And I will share this with you all on the spike method. We, one of our favorite campaigns, and this is literally, and I'm glad you brought it up because you and I, when we're talking, I was like, oh, I, I do this too. Like, it's crazy. One of my favorite ways to spike downloads for free is to go on app advice and make my app. And I've got things on this already, but I'll just briefly say, if you got a subscription app, you need to do 30 day trial. 
to get on app advice. If you got in-app purchases, let's say remove ads, you need to make that free. You pitch app advice and you could get anywhere from thousands to tens of thousands. So you can sort of do a media buy on TikTok or Facebook and do the app advice campaign and sort of like, you know, sort of mitigate. You'll probably get a few thousand from app advice. So Sharon's saying you need to, you know, what did she say? 20,000. So you need like two, 3,000, right? And then that will happen. Like we see that curve. And what I generally do is, like Sharon said, I have a new ASO, a fresh new ASO. I want to give it a boost. And so that was my thinking too, is like, give it a boost. We know installs count for the keyword rankings. Give it a nice boost after you update your ASO. Okay. By the way, in, um, so we were talking about campaigns like Facebook or Facebook ads or TikTok ads, for example, but influencer campaigns. Are, I mean, are a thing. This is how it looks like. It looks like a spike. Right. right? So in, instead of, like, if you want maybe the, the highest ROI, maybe the highest ROI would be to go to an influencer and then have, like, a few posts in a few, in, like, two, three days. So that's so all at mm-hmm. once. Um, mm-hmm. Some apps, I mean, I almost every time, when I work with an app that they've never done marketing before, and if I see these spikes, it's just someone on TikTok shared them, right? Yes. So when you see these spikes, usually it means, okay, this is where you should be. <laughs> you are already successful in the play. So this is one of the reasons for the install sources analysis. I want to see what's going on and then identify the low-hanging fruit for the app. Okay, what's going on right now? Where are they getting their installs from? Is mm. it a specific channel? Are they coming from the website? Is it and if it if the if 90% of the installs are coming from the website and I see that the link is too low in the website, maybe let's move it up. And it, we're gonna have like two times the installs with doing the, this little thing. That's a great idea. I love it. Okay. Uh, uh, answer mean man. I think that's what it the name is how does app advice boost keyword rankings because it's not tied to a specific keyword and i think it's generic how does the spike campaign boost keyword rankings if it's not tied to a specific keyword okay so basically maybe i have this one here yeah i'll hide your screen for now yeah let me find the okay there all right is. sharon I'm gonna, oh you got it okay good. okay i have it cool so let's talk about what determines, okay, just shared. Okay, let's talk about what determines the rank, okay? So metadata, having the keyword in the metadata is just one factor that affects whether or not and where we are going to appear for a keyword, right? We have tons of other, <laughs> other things like developer account power, blah, 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 blah. In terms of your question, Total installs is one very, very big uh, factor which affects the rank. So if we have everything the same, okay, we have the keyword in the metadata, we did, we did basically everything we could in order to get ranked for this keyword. If we increase the amount of total installs, then we can increase the rank. So this is how it is tied. And it would be tied to basically all of your rankings, not just one all of your rankings. Now, when the the interesting part is, oh, you're saying that total installs count, so how am I able to keep the rank once 
I stopped the campaign. Like this is the surprising part. And if you ask me, I think it is related more to the quality of your app. So if you have a low quality app, pretty quickly you are going to lose the rank because the retention would be good. Okay, your retention, the ratings and the reviews are going to be good. You, you crash a lot. If you have a bad conversion rate, you're going to lose it. But as long as you have a high quality app, by the way, something that is not here and I think that has a major effect is revenue. Yep. So the more revenue and the more revenue per user you are getting, the easier it's going to be for you to maintain the rank and maintain the organic installs after uh, the spike method. Yes, completely agree with that. There you go. One thing I want to hit on, so I think that answers your question, me, man, because what you want to, what when I work with clients, sharing with top charts, right? They're in the top charts all the time. And when we do just keyword optimization, the keywords just move right on its own, right? And when we do with clients that are like lower, let's say less than 100 downloads a day, the keywords do not move after a fresh ASO, right? It just kind of like that chart. The first chart you said is like in the 90s. It's like maybe not ranked and now it's in the hundreds or 90s in that region. And that's just what happened. That's the nature of the beast. And so because, do you, was there anything else on the spike method that you wanted to talk about? Um. No, I think the last thing that we can talk about is maybe adding the spike method and the improving word of mouth into improving word of mouth. And then we can really harness everything. Improving word of mouth and also thinking of ways to take the spike method and turn it into a way to build your online presence, not only as an app, but also, let's say, build your TikTok account. Right, And then you, you take the spike, and you channel it into more visibility that will be lasting. So spikes don't only help organic growth on the App Store, but also on TikTok, on social media. These are good indications for different platforms that something is good. <laughs> it's basically, yeah. Yeah, I, love so, it. I think it's, yeah, go ahead, finish, please. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> no, I think it's so important to build a brand these days now. Like I used to not think so, like ASO-wise, have your main keywords to the left, have your brand on the right, especially if you're just getting going. But I, I work with one client where it is heavily brand traffic, right? And that is the only way they're driving traffic, but it's still good downloads. You know, it's 100 plus, 50 plus. And so because they built that brand at the same time, and so... I do feel like these days, if you think about certain terms, Tinder outranks dating, Bumble, Hinge, you know, there's more for the branded search than the actual task or the function of the app, right? Even meditation, Calm, I feel like is now having more search traffic than meditation itself. And we've actually seen after a TikTok campaign, I've never done this. So my team that we brought on started tracking keywords, branded search volume, that number, right? Sure. It gone up after a TikTok campaign, like they went, they went from like 40 for their branded term search number to 45. And then just, it shows the value of these external channels to the overall ASO strategy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And by the way, it also means that as that competitor names should be important keywords for any app. So I think mm. you are. Yeah. Okay. You're back. <laughs> um, 
but I, I had, so when I was working with a very, very big app, they were really afraid to use competitor names in the in the keywords because they said, oh, it's against the guidelines. We cannot use competitor names in the keywords. Now, inside the keyword string, you want to use competitor names. You want to do it, especially in specific I, niches. Can you hear me? Yeah, I will. The question, maybe I'll write the questions in the chat too. Sure. Um, why I found that like one client reported back and one client we worked with, they were number two for their competitors. One was on Google Play, one was on iOS. They were both number two for their competitor brand names, but we didn't see a huge increase in downloads, despite the fact that some of these ASO tools said there was actually like download velocity. I mean, downloads coming from these terms. So I've actually gone, I actually gone the opposite. I don't feel like competitor keywords, I feel like are important for Apple search ads, but from a keyword ranking perspective, I don't care if you're number two or three for these competitors. I just don't feel like they're going to actually see an ad. They're going to see the competitor, you know, their branded competitor name. And why would, why else would they scroll to talk to me? Why you feel like competitor keywords are important? I actually saw many, I can't tell you the, the amount of times that I saw in Google play, in Google play search terms. So that's real data without these are, uh, by the way, um, apps that are not running any Google ads. And their number one top three keywords is the name of their biggest competitor. Mm. So many times, so many times. And it's just, so I, I cannot ignore it. Maybe in specific cases, um, you would get to number two and you wouldn't see an, an in, increase in installs. It might be, I don't know what the, the situation is, but maybe if they're also running Apple search ads, maybe that's like cannibalization. If they were number one, now they're also number two. So it might be related, but from my experience and from my calculations, from, from everything I see, especially in niches that are, that are not heavy on generic keywords, you really want to use competitor names in the keywords. For example, I don't know, like anything related to like casino, bingo, gambling in these niches where you just don't have many generic keywords. You want the competitor there and you will get more installs. Without revealing the client, can I ask like what category of apps they were in where you saw a lot of volume from their competitor keywords? Utilities. Utilities. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because, you know, the other one that we work with, it was sort of like a, uh, like a book summary app. How about that? Okay. <laughs> and we were number two for the competitor term on Google Play, but we only got like three or four downloads every month, according to Google Play on that competitor keyword. So I was like, hmm, maybe it's not worth it. But I do, maybe it's like for you, maybe dating, I think games, dating, maybe there's real volume to be number one or two for that competitor. So uh, a, a major dating app that I was working with, they yeah. want to use uh, the main competitor's name because they were afraid, not because they thought it wasn't important. And we were able to, okay, we convinced them to do it, but not in the US, but like in maybe in Mexico. And it right. jumped immediately. It happened like there was a huge increase. Mm, 
I like that. Okay. You, you've convinced me. I'm coming around. Yes, make a note. Coming around. Okay. Hey, I want to close the loop on this. I, I Before I got frozen. So in Google Play, you can see we're running a lot of ads. So this is one of our clients without revealing the client itself. We're running an ad. You can see that Google has now moved a lot of the Google ads traffic to third-party referrals. So it is, you can find it there and, you know, like it's not affecting the search anymore in terms of like, it's not misreporting the data as well. All right. Uh, anything else on the spike method? Do we, I want to answer some questions too. Yeah. We say hi to people. All right. Cool. <laughs> Sorry guys for this. Rudy, what's happening? Luke, good to see you. Yash, Angelina, Friday again. My favorite time is here. Hi, Steven gang. I love that you're here. Hey, Nurix, good to see you. Ryan, Orana, Romaine, good to see you, bro. Bianca, I haven't seen you in a while, but good to see you here. And then Adrian's here as well. Yeah, she's already loving the slides. You know what I mean? So, good job, Sharon. And then I don't know what the Arabic word is, but is it possible to have your videos translated to Arabic? Yo, know, if you want to do, I'm going to do a ASO like free video course series. And if you guys want to be involved and you speak Arabic, I'll send you the presentation. You record it. Happy to work with you. So let me know. Miguel, what's going on? And then I've answered that question. All right. Dataology, we're going to take a look at his app, Sharon. Is it possible to rank purely with ASO anymore without any paid UA user acquisition? Okay, good question. So let's say if you're a completely new app, you don't have any installs, like zero installs, I put the keywords in. Most likely, no. Yeah, like the answer is you're not going to get any installs, right? You can try to start like going for the lower difficulty keywords, but still, it's not going to be much. You want the spike method to get you started, right? And then when you get started, so that's one. If you have no installs, it's not going to work. If you already have installs, you have traffic, and you have some keywords, then switching the keywords and putting keywords in is going to make a difference but not from zero. So that's my yeah. answer. I love it. I'm even saying changing my tune, Sharon, like if you're just going to come to us to work with just purely on ASO, don't come. I can help you with the entire app funnel, but if you're just ASO and if you're just getting going, don't come. You need, it's going to, you're going to be disappointed. So yeah. I absolutely agree. Angelina says, what's a measurement of a low quality app? Mm, nice. So low quality is low retention, I would say. Uh, low ratings, obviously. Uh, what are other things that I think that's it? Low engagement, but I think these are the most important ones. Steve, do you have anyone to anything to add on this? Yeah, I think those are it, right? Like, I think you can just tell if it's low conversions, low com conversions as in like download a trial and then trial to sub. I think is a key metric if people are activating trial because your paywall is amazing and your marketing is on point, but then they don't stay on after the trial. If it's less than 30%, let's say, you probably have a product problem. And then obviously if it's a lot of cra crashes. So I don't pay attention too much to retention because I feel like, especially for subscription-based apps, the more revenue I make, the more retain retention right. grows. So I'm like, all right, if you can make more money, then your retention will ultimately increase too. This is a good question, Sharon. Rock asks, this is from LinkedIn. Hey, first LinkedIn comment. I love it, Rock. All right. Could you explain what is development account power? So maybe this is to the ranking 
that you cannot yes. have, but like the development account power. What is that? Okay, let me explain. So I explain with a, an example. So I was okay. working with a very big developer um, with like they had every app that they uploaded. It was actually games. I hope that, can you hear me people? Just let me know. So I'm not talking to myself. Can you? Yeah, I can. Sorry. Okay, sorry. cool. So um, every app they uploaded, doing nothing, every app they uploaded, immediately they got thousands of installs within the first two, three days. Okay? So this is because they already had successful games in, like, published by the developer before. Right? So this is what I mean by developer account power. If I have successful apps that have already gained traction, it's going to be easier for me to succeed with the next app that I'm going to publish. So this is what I mean by developer account power. Do they do any cross-promotion? Um, they do cross-promotion, but uh, okay. even, with the, even with the ones that they didn't promote, they still get, managed to get more installs. Yeah. And you know what's crazy, Sharon? So I'm just pointing out Voodoo right now. I'm just trying to keep it more lively from a visual perspective. But when you do, and if you do app advice, and I'm sure you notice it with any method with the spike, you see your other apps get more downloads. Every time we run an app advice campaign, if you have a portfolio of apps, all those downloads go up too. So I don't know if you've seen it with like non- app advice campaigns like twitter campaigns or not twitter but like tiktok campaigns we have seen the entire app portfolio rise every time we do the spike campaign awesome well i haven't okay. seen it myself yeah. but it's really interesting yeah we have seen it especially for app advice i don't i haven't i haven't tried it out with other platforms but it does work all right another linkedin comment i love this okay on play store how do you know what keywords your app ads are shown Play Store. How do you know which keywords my app ads are shown? Google Ads. Google yeah. Ads. So yeah. um, basically, it's more like an elimination. If like I see there's a keyword in the search terms that is not ranked anywhere, then I would just assume it's coming from uh, from Google Ads. But I don't know, Steve. Unless you know better than me, maybe there's a way no. inside Google Ads to see it. But I I, I don't. I don't think so, but I'll, I'm going to double check right now as we try to answer other questions. Okay, let me think we're good. I know there's a lot of questions. Let's get through a few more questions and then we're going to hit the app audit. Let's actually hit the app audit side of things. All right, actually, let's do this. All right, Ryan asked, the, for those who don't want to promote on TikTok, what's the next best option? I think uh, it depends on the app, right? For Some apps are classic Google ads. Some apps are classic Facebook ads. Some are like Pinterest ads are really big if you're in into like my <laughs> my audience <laughs> audience that look like me. That's Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> so it depends on the app, basically. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Generally, but uh, right, just everyone yeah. Facebook is good, I think. Yes, I, I completely agree with that too. The I think the that's funny. I, I'm glad you said it that way too. But I think Facebook. If I had to answer, pick one that is not TikTok right now. Facebook, obviously, tried and true, and then Google Ads too. What ads do you think are best for Google Ads? I'm curious. Again, 
what 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 types of apps do you think are you that some apps perfectly perfect for Google? Which what category of apps do you think? Usually, the type of apps that you wouldn't normally look for in the App Store are classic Google, right? Yeah. So I was working with um, a really cool. Uh, it's like they they have the swipe feature, but it's not for dating. It's for uh, you know to for co-parents and people who want to you know sperm donors or people who want to start a family. It's it sounds mm-hmm. weird, but it's really successful actually. Yeah. And yeah, and when you look for these type of like no one is looking for it. It's literally just branded keywords. But people are searching for this type of services a lot. They don't even know that there is a free version that they can do it, you know, on the, on their own. So that's classic Google Ads, right? To yeah. publish it like sperm bank and then show the app there. I like it. Yeah, we're you know the the big four that I've been saying is hey, look, if you're going to do any type of like paid marketing, ser- Apple search ads, Google ads, Facebook, TikTok. That's it. I mean, that's I mean, unless you're a game, then you can do all the other game ad network stuff too but i think if you're not a game those those will get you very far and exhaust though people move on so quickly from them oh it doesn't work exhaust it it does work you just aren't trying hard enough so here to answer the first question looks like this is again real data but i blocked out everything you can just see this so i can see google search taking up most of the spend we're getting really good cost per cost per click and then you can see youtube videos and then search partners and display network. And so to your point, Sharon, Google ads, like maybe nobody's searching for this. This is where the display network and the way to target these Google ads to the right audience could be the number one spur bank app. And then Google will be smart enough to know where your ads should be shown. So that's how you sort of target within Facebook and Google ads because there's no real targeting. So your ad copy is your targeting on Google. Okay, let's get into our app audit and i'm gonna start off every app audit with karen doesn't have one so but i will give you guys one with all right Sharon, i've got a dad joke for you all right the here's one uh, i'll do this one all right sharon why aren't koalas bears? Why are they not considered bears? Why are koalas not considered bears? Yeah, I don't know. Because they don't meet the qualifications. Oops. There you go. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Uh, you sure you got one? You don't got one? <laughs> no, no, I could have prepared one. <laughs> All right, let's take a look. If you guys want us to take a look at your app, the, the website is simple. It is appmasters.com slash audit, appmasters.com slash audit. And we've seen some amazing results. I'm going to do a case study today of an app. We sat down for an hour and he's increased his revenues by two, three X and his ad revenues too, in-app purchases and ad revenues. So if you want to sit down in an hour with me, you can figure that out on appmasters.com slash audit, or you can just wait for it for free stuff too. All right, we got Matthew's app right here. And Sharon, I actually wanted to pick out these apps because I wanted to make it hard for you, right? For Especially for a social hangout app. I love your, I, I got my opinions, but I love your opinion on you do this or this. So Matthew just says, low cost user acquisition, 
what should what apps priorities be? And yeah, I, I picked this out because it is a social and I'm curious to see what you say within a social app on ASL. Yes. Okay. So the first thing when it comes to marketing generally for social apps that are related to location is to pick a location, start there, and then move to the other ones. So let's say if you want to start with, I don't know, New York, start with New York, do everything for New York before you move to any other city, right? Now, in terms of ASO, it's going to be related to the marketing strategy in general, right? You, if Let's say if I am a... Why, why do I say that location is so important? Maybe it's obvious, but I'm going to point it out. So let's say I am in Tel Aviv, right? And I want to look for someone to hang out with, right? And the only person I see is Steve in the U.S. Hey, Steve, do you want to hang out? <laughs> I, the, the first thing I'm going to do is, like, delete the app. Okay, Steve's a really cool guy, but we're not going to hang out. It's, like, it's going to be quite difficult for me. So that's the first thing you want to do. Focus on, start with a specific location and then build it from there, right? And then it's going to be much easier and you will see that word of mouth would take it away, right? So it can be like similar to couchsurfing, right? That well, couchsurfing is, is a little like not that much location-based, but anyway. Uh, so that's the first thing in terms of marketing. Then if I focus on New York, I want I would actually use the keyword New York. So people that are searching for stuff in New York would find me. And then it's like social hangout app. Now I would specific I haven't made my research about New York, but you want to find a place where your app is needed. Right. So where there are, for example, a lot of people that just out yeah, I, I, let's let's think of something like Dubai. For example, a lot of expats, people don't know each other. They come there without friends and they want to, to meet people. So make it strategic. So that's one thing about, uh, about social. This is how basically this is going to, to work. Now, when it comes to social hangout apps, um, yeah, I, I think like this is the, the main thing that would go. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. You know, we work with a dating app in the before we're working with them still. And we were only available in a certain city. And I said, focus, I said exactly what Sharon said. And what I try to do when we're focused on a certain city is we can use Philadelphia, for example, the Eagles and the Niners are playing go Niners this weekend, but you can use these terms because guess what? The Eagles have traffic and they tend to be lower competition. So you want to target and even like, Local news tend to have traffic too. Look at 6ABC Philadelphia. So these are Philadelphia Inquirer. These are keywords that I want to go after because I know that they're going to have traffic. And sports teams in particular, you're only going to be competing with maybe, maybe an official team app, but they're going to, here, I'm going to try to pull it. Tell us, Cowboys, look, 40, right? They get the Eagles, 38. They're going to have traffic, 34 and lower competition compared to everything else. So we helped the client where they were only focused on Miami restaurants, by the way, and we were number two for Miami heat. And we we're able to boost their downloads that way too. And same with the dating app. We we're able to boost downloads and get people in that particular region. Shall we, shall we hit the app and see if we can hang out on this app? 
What up? All right, Matthew, here we go. I hate I hate seeing logging right off the bat, Look, Matthew. You got any opinions on this, <laughs> Sharon? Yeah. No, it's just not a very good user experience. Yeah, it's not. Matthew, you want to remind people what the app does first and foremost, and then ask them to sign up, and then even let them bypass it. Because the problem is, you're not a brand name. You're not Tinder. I know people are on Tinder. Not that I'm on Tinder, but like, you, you know, I know them. I know you're not a brand. So I don't know if anybody's here. I'm not going to waste my time if nobody's here. So you right. let me use the app. Okay. Absolutely. And then you at yeah. least show me the app. And then in order to use it, I need to create a, an account. That's it. Exactly. I got to put my phone number in here. See, you're just so many bare variables, bro. Like I should treat this app as if I was using it for real, Sharon. And yes. for real, what I would be doing is I'm out by moving on. <laughs> okay. That's my, that's my for real. I, that's my for real reaction. But because you've waited so long, hopefully for this, because we've got a long wait list, I will go through this entire process of doing this for you. Yeah. got a business phone. I'm trying to find the phone number. It doesn't even make it look no offense, but like US is down buried. Okay. Put in my phone number. Go ahead, Sharon. Sorry, I'm putting my phone number in. I think the, the way you, you can think about it is like when you assess a media campaign, right? Ads campaign, you want to to see how much you are paying for each action, right? And then you want the revenue to be very simple to, to get, right? Or to the to track. Begin using the app. Now, in order to, to make the, the marketing campaign as easy as possible, you just want to reduce steps. Just reduce the steps, right? Before we get to the app. Now, the more steps you add before even using the app, before uh, having a chance to... to I, I don't say buy because I'm way... I, I really like free trials. <laughs> I found they are like the yeah. best thing, especially with like auto renewal. Um, but you just reduce the number of steps before downloading and then after from downloading to using. Bro, Matthew, I put in two different numbers. I even put my real cell phone number and it's still asking me to verify it and I've gotten no text from anything. So look, Sharon said it best. Like... She said, what are the costs per event? And if you can't, the magical moment of what up isn't me signing up for your app. It's seeing the activities, who's there, who can I hang out with? So get to your magic moment faster. And you putting these barriers, you ask for my name. I think you asked for my email. I forgot what you asked for, but like my name, you're asking for my phone number. Like if it's not required, don't do it. I, I have a video about Calm where they ask you to sign up. You can skip it. Then when you pay and you sign up for activated trial, then they force you to sign up. Like you can't go anywhere else. You have to sign up. Okay. To so do it that way. All right. I'm passionate. All right. Go work on it. This is why sharing, like, I like the way that you about ASO to their first start. It's like, where are the sources traffic coming from? And what I found when I work with clients is like, they're spending money. They're, they have a budget. They're spending money on Apple search ads. They're spending money on Google ads. They're spending money on Facebook. And then they have this huge problem. I look at their app like, bro, you got a big problem. You're getting, you might be driving downloads, but you have this big old bucket, leaky bucket, because you're losing 
all those downloads you're spending to pause the marketing, fix the product. I've seen it so many times, especially with startups, you know, that they, they have big budgets and they want to spend it, but the product is not ready. Yeah, I know. Take the budget, spend right. it on the product. Make sure the product is the best before you start marketing it. Definitely save some room for marketing too. Work with I've seen some clients no more money for mark, marketing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Captain Michael. What's up, Captain Michael? I haven't seen you in a while. What do you think about spending on paid marketing, influencer marketing on Instagram and YouTube for app downloads? Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rewind, Michael. You're late. TikTok. That's where I would spend most of it because one video has the potential to go completely viral and make a huge difference. We've done a video, a bunch of videos on this. So we'll check our YouTube channel, but one guy, you know, he hit number one under lifestyle just with one video, one video alone did that. And it was all organic video too. All right. Is Facebook ad a good option to improve ASO and UA together? We already said yes to that. So I'm going to do that. All right, here we go. Romaine says for developer account power, are you saying ASO is easier if your developer account already gets some traction or that you get more downloads with other apps from this developer and cross promotion? I, well, my point was, obviously you would get more downloads with other apps from this developer and cross promotion, obviously. But I'm also saying that ASO is going to be easier because, uh, because your account is stronger. So I, I use this, uh, this keyword. It would be easier for me to get ranked. Even with the same amount of installs as another app and the sa- everything would be the same and my developer account is stronger, I would get the rank. Yeah. Luke says, can you pay to advertise 17 plus rated apps like drinking games in the app store? I, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. Uh, Rudy said, also for those who want to promote on TikTok, let's say a geometry solver app, where should I start? Rudy, go watch that video. We break it down. We really break it down. Like look for math. That video, I, I'm going to cut up a clip on it, but how to find viral videos or like content to create, break it, we'll break it down. So watch that video. It is longer. Amir says, I'm a great fan of yours. Thank you so much for good information. I think he's talking to you, Sharon. <laughs> okay, I don't think so, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll share the the thank you, Mir. Herbie, Steve gets upset. <laughs> I'm just passionate, Herbie. I'm not upset. <laughs> I want you guys. To win. I feel like the market is big enough for all of us, and I just want to win. I want you to win. So that's just the passion coming through. All right, let's take a look at the Walls app. The Wall says ASO and monetization. So we got this app. It is a game, Sharon. Slingshot Blitz. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll follow your lead. Yes. Okay. So money with real, real money games. There's a lot of them. A lot of them. A, a lot of competition here. It's quite yeah. hard to find traction. I would just go at this point. <laughs> and this is what we, we talked about before that we didn't agree. But in this particular situation... I would go a lot of competitor names, a lot of competitor names. And I would specifically look at um, what are the keywords that bring the most amount of installs, including their permutations. Now, I see that you are not very big, so it's probably going to be a little bit difficult to find, um, to get ranked, but still, 
Yeah. Using the keyword games, by the way, and the powered. The keyword games, I found, unless in very specific situations, games doesn't provide ASO value because you would already get it even without using it. So Because you're in the games category. Yeah, exactly. So okay. that's, yeah. When it comes to, I think when it comes, I see the languages, that's great, you're translated. Um, when it comes to the screenshots, I think I would work work through them a little bit and maybe focus more on the, I don't see anywhere. Okay, you see real world prizes is on the third screenshot. Also prizes guarantee, I don't know, I, I would try to emphasize it a little bit better and maybe to the first screenshot. That's also, I, I think it looks a little bit like I wouldn't see the caption. It's a little bit, it's not, I don't see enough contrast, doesn't look very appealing. I would walk through these screenshots a little bit more. Maybe in this, yeah, we, we talked about it when we, uh, before <laughs> on, on our last call, but maybe in this case, I would consider a video, a preview video. Yeah, we did talk about it. <laughs> Only yeah. games. Sharon, I agree. Video sucks. Sharon was, I'll put words in your mouth. Sharon, you tell me. Video doesn't increase it. And I, and I was like, I'm glad you said that because I, I agree with you. And but Only games is where video. But I, I love what you said. There's no contrast. And well, like it's so close to this. Okay, I'm going to get passionate again. I'm upset. Fire your designer. I'm just kidding. Don't fire anybody. But make it bigger. Make it bigger. Make it more contrast. It looks so close to the top. Just have it right here. You know, this is where normal headlines live. Yes, you want to show the layout of the game, but you can still do that while still like showing what the game functionality is and then having this. And one thing we might want to test is like Angry Birds meets blah, 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 blah. And win real. If you're going to be able to win real prizes, make that big. Make it bold. Like, yeah, it's just hard to read when it's way up top. And my eye, if you want to know, goes right here. It doesn't go to your words. Your words get so lost. My eye just goes here, here, and then here. I go right here. It gets lost, the words. So work on we gotta work on that too. Yeah. Right. And I would try to use the screenshot that is that says you won three thousand dollars. And not don't show me the leaderboard. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. I like that. Okay, let's take a look at the app. And then we got some questions. How are you on time, Sharon? Again? I keep... How are you on time? Are you are you good? Yeah, no problem. I'm with you. All right. I try to keep these at an hour, but, you know, here we go. Any thoughts on the first screen? That, that's nice, actually. You know what I have found, like, for games, if you give me a bonus right off the yeah. bat, as a first screen, it actually does work. And we would run for one of our clients, we run an app advice campaign, that spike campaign, where we give away that bonus. And then we allow people to double bonus by watching a video. And you can see the ad revenue just spike. So I think yeah. what I like about that idea is if I'm getting money for free, I'm more engaged in your app and I'm more likely to spend that money, hopefully, in return they engage in your game in return, ultimately have a higher likelihood of paying you in the future. So Nice. You can also take it. I, it wouldn't work for iOS, never. 
but I would try to take that bonus, put it in the screenshot that you mm. maybe like a coupon code of of the bonus inside the screenshots, you would you can increase your CVR just like that. Doing nothing else. I love that idea. I love that idea. That's why I love my job, Sharon. <laughs> sure. Feel free to jump in anytime. Shoot, okay. I think it's more fun just letting me play. I think Angry Birds, it's like with games, I always feel like just let me play and teach me instead of like. I agree. Making me read. Who the hell wants to read? I'm here to play a game, not read a book. Oh, geez. So it's kind of hard to all to aim for the 2x. I don't know why he ends it. I don't know, like the bubble shooter sharing, like you, the bubble, like the dotted arrow goes all the way to any bubble shooter, right? Like it goes all the yeah. way. So I don't know why he just stops it right there. Why don't, mm -hmm. why not you going all the way? Right. And how do I get it further? Okay. The power. So yeah, go all the way, dude. Yeah, and see like people, I think. All right. Anything you want to add here? Yeah, no. Before well, I get upset again. I'm with you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was going to say is people focus on the wrong shit because it's like you're focused on ASO, growth, all this stuff, but the game is hard to play. So even if we brought you tens of thousands of downloads, you might lose most of it because they don't know how to play well. Like, you know, I think spend some time letting people play your game and watching them play. Absolutely. You know what I mean? The clients that I was able to bring the most growth to are usually those who already exist for like two, three years and they didn't do any marketing. They just worked on the product mm. and by working on the product, they got so good that they started getting word of mouth. When they got that, and I, I was just there to like do a couple of things and everything like three times. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're so right. And we had one client where we, like double their like 158% increase in sales. They already had sales. It wasn't like we're starting from nothing, right? It was like yeah. tens of thousands, right? And then we made some paywall adjustments. They were already getting load. It, we made some paywall adjustments and boom, like no other downloads, the revenue just went up. And it's just, yeah, yeah you're so right. So yeah, I love it. Maybe we should only work with clients that have product market fit and stuff like that. <laughs> Herb, am I still upset? <laughs> one to 10, how upset was I? <laughs> okay, let's go through. Hey, Sharon, one of the things I wanted to ask as you were talking about your framework, and yeah. you, we kind of ended on all the things that, you know, this traffic sources, but how do you use that data to optimize your keywords? Okay, so one is just by looking at the install sources, you would get the, the sense of what users are looking for, okay? So if we see that they're getting a lot of insults from the website, we can see where, um, which keywords they're ranked for on Google. We would understand basically where are we coming from, right? Now, this is true mostly for apps that are a little bit bigger, a little bit more mature, that we can gather some data uh, to see what's going on. But even for small apps, sometimes, I don't know if you know it, but Sometimes you would get these little spikes, spikes one-day spikes, and most developers would not know where they even come from. 
So this, this is where the install sources analysis come really handy. Let's see where are you getting installs right now. Usually, if you did nothing and got installs somewhere, it's working well. If it's working well, let's make sure to use it and improve it because this is where we want to get. So this is like how it helps. And obviously, it can also just give us ideas as to sometimes we would want to use second tier relevance keywords to bring on more installs. Like Steve, like you said, it's really well with the Philadelphia Eagles, right? It's second tier. It's not related to the app at all, but we would want to use it because we want to get the target audience of the people who are uh, in Philadelphia that are there. So yeah. this is where it's really come, it really comes handy. When, we, when you research an app, when you look into an app, what's going on there, there's like a, um, different analyses that you can do in order to see what's going on. And I believe that you should spend the, the like, <laughs> let's say 50% of your time just analyzing, looking at what's going on. Everything would come easy because I already understand it so much better. And you'd be surprised how many people don't know what's going on. I go like, hey, what is your average conversion rate? What is your revenue per download? What's happening? How many paywall views do you get after this? I know those numbers for our app. Like I know on average, we convert anywhere from 10 to 15% of downloads into trials. I know on I know that Monday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday do better for this type of app. I know about roughly how many downloads we get. You know what I mean? Like I just know these numbers and it's it's good to kind of get the whole entire funnel. Then that informs your marketing too. All right, let's go through these. Was there, Sharon, we'll, we'll have you back. How about that, right? We'll do a part two. <laughs> How to convert, increase conversion rate in Korea and Japan? I only get two to three percent of the conversion rate in those countries. Wow, nice. Um, so, from my experience, the entire layout of the screenshot in Korea and Japan, and just generally East Asia, should be very different. It's usually very different. They're just used to different user UI, user experience. The graphics should be different, and one hundred percent, they should be in Korean and Japanese. <laughs> no, that's, that's the first thing that you would do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if, that's like number one. Um, there is no, yeah, I don't have like a specific thing. My my best advice. I was trying to find one. Yeah my, yeah. my best advice when it comes to like general, when we don't have an app that we are working with is find a Japanese or Korean designer, graphic designer that understand the audience, look, look, um, like talk them through your screenshots and ask them what, like, what do you think? And then yeah, like, like Steve is doing right now, look at your competitors, what are they doing? Maybe they're doing something you can, um, I'm using AppTweek and on AppTweek you can see A-B tests of your competitors. You can track it and you can see which version won. So look it up. Maybe that, that can really yeah. help. Yeah, it's, it's, everything's in Japanese right now. And then you can even see uh, everything's Japanese. And you're right, like they like more soft features. And I know Arabic countries, you have to really localize for the market, but I love what you said. Yeah. Find a Japanese designer, see what you think. You know what I mean? Or you test, do as much as you can. Yeah, let's take a look at the, the screenshots of this app real quick. 
Japanese people. There you go. Everything Japanese characters. I don't even know what this app does. Let's see. Oh, great ratings. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, one of our apps, we actually get a pretty good, <laughs> look at that, 1.5, but number one in utility. <laughs> I've seen apps like this. It's crazy. This is a great, here, boom, you're getting this live. It's it's pretty nuts. Sometimes ratings, you know what, Sharon? You know, this kind of, maybe they're doing a lot of like paid marketing, but I have worked with a client that's making like six figures a month. His rating sucks, but he has a ton of ratings. So I almost feel like sometimes, depending on your marketing channels, sometimes it's the number of ratings that's more important and the channel versus your actual average rating. Because even our app, we have a 4.1 average rating. We're number one for a specific keyword and we do pretty well. And it, you know, it's one, it's 4.1. It's not like 4.5 or 4.8. Yeah. But yeah, that's interesting. It's very interesting, actually. But it might just be that they are running so much media. But I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. It probably is, but I, it speaks to volume. Like even if you find the right audience and they're they're not looking at these reviews, that you know maybe they came in hot already because the the ad was so great. You can still drive downloads despite the fact that you have one point one. Yeah. Angelina says, "Red, uh, Sharon, please come back for part two. I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely have you back. Uh, Rudy says, thanks, I'll check the video. Is it 3,000? Yes, that is the video, Rudy. Does Facebook al ads allow to you to promote real money games? I think in different countries, it's okay. So, yeah, you'll have to do research on that. Yeah, also, there's different. like, um, I know that there are different regulations based on the legal... Okay, you need to be a real money game, but not gambling, right? So that's like the right. legal stuff. Work with a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you're okay because you're not gambling, too. Okay, Amir says, which Google KPI are most useful to reduce in uninstall rate and increase user acquisition? More useful to reduce uninstall rate and increase user acquisition. So to reduce uninstall rate. I, I'm not sure I understand the question. Which Google Play API are most useful to reduce uninstall rate and increase user acquisition? To reduce uninstall rate, make your app better. <laughs> yeah. Look, it's the nature of the beast. I don't think, I think we get pretty high uninstall rates. It's going to depend on the territory. It's going to depend, like, you know, our uninstall rate for one of our clients is super high in some of the tier three. I don't even know what I call them. Like some of the other countries that are considered tier three, and I want to call your country tier three, but some of the countries that are considered tier three countries, we get a high on rate. I think it's the nature of the platform, frankly. You know, it's Google Play. So not to hate on Google Play, but you're going to see that higher rate. Angelina says, what tool do you use to evaluate, evaluate which keywords are your winners? How, where do you get the keyword install source? So maybe we have time for this. Let's end with this. I'll try to get through the rest of the questions, but you have a little trick where Google Play Angelina, it's pretty easy. I can show you where that is. That's pretty easy. But Sharon has a little trick to figure out for iOS that nobody has ever talked about. So you're in for a treat. Yes. Okay. So I wonder what you're going to think about it. But let me show you my screen. Okay. So if you work with AppTweak. One second. Can you see my screen? Yep. Okay, cool. So if you work with AppTweak, you would actually get an estimate of how many installs 
a keyword would generate inside the app store for all apps. So it's called all installs and it's quite accurate. I found that it's very accurate in the US. In the US specifically, don't try it in other countries because it doesn't work, unfortunately. Maybe in, I don't know, maybe sensor tower is more accurate. Um, I know that they have more accurate data generally, but I work with Aptwick, so I'm, I'm going to talk about what I know. If you take this number and then uh, take the percentage based on the rank, you are going to get a relatively, uh, accurate, it's not accurate, but it's rel estimated close number to how many installs you're getting from this keyword, right? So for branded keywords, you're going to get roughly 75%. Where is this 75% coming from? Go to your Google Play Console. See your conversion rate for branded keywords. It's almost always around 75%. So this is also why I think competitor keywords are important, right? Because it's only 75%. So where are all the other 25 going? To other apps, I guess. Uh, but this is the competitor's part, okay. So for generic keywords, if you're ranked number one, you're going to get roughly 50%, two, three, 30%, four, five, 10%, six, seven. So only in the, inside the top 10, right? And for competitor keywords, you're usually not number one, but number one will also be around 10%, four, five, 5%, six, seven, 2%, eight to 10, 1%, right? So if you add this up, with, and this is true mostly for big apps, Right. If you are, if you just have one keyword that you are ranked for, it's not going to be very significant. But for bigger apps, try it out. Every time I tried it with like specific tweaks that I can talk about, but with specific tweaks, I got roughly a ten percent deviation of the real number of search installs, organic search wow. installs. So that's insane. Yeah. And then what you can do with this is you can take it even further because installs are linear, okay? So one install to one plus one is two, right? But volume is not, volume is exponential. So I can estimate much more accurately the impact of a keyword across its different permutations, right? So I can see how many installs does the keyword video gives me across Video editor, editing video, video edit, right? Because I can add, add in, add all of these installs that I get from the keyword, and then I can more accurately estimate it. And for iOS, it's actually very, very useful because the algorithm, okay, it does, it, the exact match is important, but not that much. I mean, you want the keyword in, it would affect all of its permutations. Mm -hmm. But that's my yeah, trick. I love, I love it. And I love that you said, you know, you said, hey, go after competitive terms. But you're also saying, look, you're only going to get about 10%. So you better go for a big competitive terms. You better have a lot of competitors that you're ranking number two for because it is going to be 10%. So, you know, we're not yeah. like hyping up the competitive terms here, too. No. All right. No. Shit, I have a problem. There, let's end with this. Amir says, I have a problem. When I run Google ads initially, my budget is low, but my ROAS is two. But when I increase budget, then ROAS decreases to 0. 0.5. Please help me. Amir, the Google ads has a cost per install goal. Mess around with that. And you that's what I would do. I don't know. Stick with your two ROAS. And that's your ideal cost per acquisition. 
just stick with that. I don't know why you would go up from that, despite the budget. Okay. I think we're good. All right. Sharon, anything I miss before we say goodbye and we finally let you go? No, I, I think we can go on for hours. <laughs> yeah, we we'll do part two. We'll have you back. This was an amazing conversation. We didn't even get to a lot of the different stuff that we wanted to, but we will do that. We'll have Sharon back. Now, if you want to work with Sharon, go check out her website. Right now, she's building it, but it is going to be growththeory.co, growththeory.co. And her LinkedIn is probably the best place, right, Sharon? Yeah. If you want to work yeah. with her, go check out her LinkedIn profile. And she has the ASO Academy that she really broke down some of the elements of it, not all of it, because that'd be stealing, but she broke down a lot of it too. So, Sharon, thank you so much for coming on and doing this. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It was really fun. This is awesome. Guys, next week, we're going to talk all about. Paywall optimization, conversions. So this week we talked about top of the funnel with ASO and how to really make ASO 2023. Next week, we're going to talk about once you get those downloads, how do you convert them into revenue, high paying customers. So stay tuned every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific. And that's it for me. Have a great weekend. I'll see you next week. Next. Tired of overpaying for app store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.